Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ramblings from Nowhere. As always, I'm your host, Jason Hull, and joining me again this week is my uh, long-distance co-host, Mr. Clay Dotson. Clay. Aren't we long-distance anyways, though? I mean, Yeah, but this is, this is extra. Jamestown and Cookville is only 45. You're, uh, you're, what, seven hours? Is that right? I'm about almost eight hours. Is it eight? Charleston. I can't remember. Charleston, Charleston. So, so uh, <laughs> how are things in Charleston this week? You know, I'm never, this is like the second time I've ever been in South Carolina. Oh, really? I mean, first time when I was a kid, we went to Myrtle Beach. I think everyone has to go to Myrtle Beach because, I don't know, it's just kind of a, a thing every kid goes through. Um, it was really cool. It, it's nice down here. It's cold. I mean, I'm right by the beach. Really. I'm at a beach house. There's supposed to be like seven of us going, and we went ahead and rented this beach house near the conference. I'm going to have to get a job with you because it was, well, let's see, <laughs> Phoenix, what, two weeks ago or something like yeah. that, and now Charleston? Uh, January is pretty much the only time I travel. Right. I mean, I mean, besides throughout the state for stuff, but um, but anyway, it's supposed to be seven of us going, and it ended up being just three, and there's four stories to this, like, beach house. The first one, of course, is pretty much, it's on stilts, so you've got, like, an inside area where the, the door is, you've got the stairs. So you're right first, on the beach. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. Um first well excuse me the main floor though with all the there's the living room kitchen and there's a room with two medium heads and the bathroom then you go up to the second floor and there's a room that i'm in two king beds one king bed has all my shit all over it and this other king bed just got my like battle station i got my laptop my ipad and i'm talking to you on my phone right now and then across the way uh parker my co-worker he's in a room with two beds two medium beds and then you go upstairs to the final, like the final boss, and Jason's up there asleep on the king size bed. <laughs> what a waste. We tried to, like, get out of it, but it was going to be too much money to switch to the hotel. They have a hotel here as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, yeah, today was, like, the meet and greet. I've, I've been working from my computer all day until we did the meet and greet tonight. And so it's t- this is the instead of the first one I went to in Phoenix. That was all the playground grass. Or, excuse me, that was the playground business. This is for all the artificial grass that we do. So... And, and Parker's new, and he's new, and so he's trying to learn everything, and so it's just been, it's completely different. By the way, landscape structures, they're cool. They, mm-hmm. they get down. They get down. It's free bar, everything. Revlon is like it's like going to church. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. I mean, they're family-oriented. They're owned by two brothers, and then they've got two other brothers that head up all this other stuff for them. Like, cool people, nice people. There's nothing wrong with that. It's night and day here. I was telling Parker who likes to get down too. And he's all like, "Man, really?" I was like, "Yeah, it's like going to church, man." So it's fun. I gotta get up at seven o'clock in the morning. Well, actually, before that, Eastern time, because they're serving breakfast. This is what I was gonna tell you about. They're serving breakfast at seven o'clock. How are you gonna do that at seven? Well, I mean, it's free breakfast, so yeah. So, well, works. they said free continental breakfast. This is the other thing about traveling, locking with death. But, I mean, Ellis Island's all like, here's this fancy, fancy breakfast with meats from all across the world. Where everyone's like, oh, they got a free continental you breakfast get, you, here? You got a waffle maker. <laughs> <laughs> you get a Which waffle maker, Jason, maker and some bagels. <laughs> well, me and Jason, we drove down here yesterday. Um, so the drive was actually great. You know, it's a long, and I don't get to go through East Tennessee a lot through the Smokies, which is just mm-hmm. beautiful. And then right before we got into Asheville, we went down, I think, 26 all the way to uh, Charleston. But, uh, you know, we made sure last night we are going to get some seafood. And so we found some places, 
and uh, we picked one, had some good food. Today, though, it's like, man, we just we're so far away from restaurants still. I was like, I'm just hungry. I just need to eat something. So, of course, we went to Cracker Barrel. <laughs> the, the the fallback in Tennessee is always Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. That's I mean, the, I, I don't care if get, like, a fancy-schmancy breakfast, but I don't have time. I'm hungry. I've been yeah. waiting. He was working on stuff. And for some reason, our waitress was this very nice, older Irish lady. At first, I just thought it was mush mouth because she's all like, mish, mush, mish, mush, mush, I was like, yes, ma'am. I was, like, begging with that. <laughs> And then she comes over there like, hi, boys. Look at Irish. She said, no, I'm being totally terrible right now. I'm saying that. But she was a sweetheart. So, yeah. So, at this, uh, the food for they had tonight, I'm surprised they didn't just, like, <laughs> just, I don't know, provide, like, free DiGiorno's pizza or something. It was actually just nice food. It was good. Totino's so. pizza rolls. Dude, now that. <laughs> that would, mm. All day, yeah. every day. <laughs> so, this episode is going to be a little different, Clay, because uh, two things: you're long distance, and we don't want to drain your entire phone. And secondly, no, no, it's fine. It's charging. It's I know. Charging. I know. I'm just saying. And secondly, there's absolutely nothing happening. And I put a post. Well, also, out this about is the first. This is the first for the podcast. We are actually talking via Skype, face to face, face to face. Completely uh, different. Uh, yeah, it is. Getting used to it, but that's good. We're good. Uh, but so we're not gonna. It's probably not gonna be as long as a normal episode, which I guess some people will be glad about. Yeah. But uh, we're just gonna do a little talking. We're just like normal, and we're gonna take some emails. And I put out a post on the group page for everybody to ask us any questions that they had, and we would gladly answer them. We had a few on there. So we'll probably do that, and uh, we do have one, one, uh, one big thing to talk about, and in, in our uh, main event, as we like to call it. So we'll get to that here in just a few. But uh, Clay, other than traveling, anything else been happening with you? Not really. Um, did get my comic books last week, which X Force has turned out to be my favorite, just because of how over the top bloody it is. Uh, Excalibur was good. I still don't know what's going on in Fallen Angels. I'm just waiting for the sixth issue, so just end my misery, and I'll stop getting it. But um, just been chilling, playing a lot of different uh, Xbox games. I've been getting back into those Telltale games. The uh, the Telltale games uh, always fun to play. I mean, if you just want to chill, relax, and just mm-hmm. have a nice narrative in your stories, whatever. It's cool. So, but other than that, that's all I've been up to. Just working, man. Uh, I think you're forgetting trip. something that we all got together and did the other night uh, over the internet. Uh, so yeah, that that was fun. Uh, I was not prepared, obviously, and that that was frustrating. That won't happen again since what I'm going to do is probably just plug my laptop up to my TV so I can pre- better see everything. But yeah, we got to do uh, some D and D action. Uh, that was cool. Ragu made it back to the party. Uh, yeah, man. My halfling ragu. R A G O Not to be mixed up with a ragu sauce. Yes. We, uh, we got to do a fastball special, which we had been planning to do for a long time. <laughs> Wasn't it, Josh, that was being kind of like, no, we uh, would be better if we just check. I'm like, no, this is what the, this is the cool so. thing. We're, 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 be, we're being respectful of Jonathan's rules and stuff like that, and Jonathan let us get Clay, away with it. Clay exploded a spider. And got stuck to the ceiling. It was pretty good. Um, I I made a 
philosophical choice that it's still bothering me to this day. Um, I'm having a hard Why are you going to talk to the dragon? Why, man? Just kill that. Kill that there bastard. was no killing it. Okay, first of all, as soon as he attacked, you died. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, how much? How much HP? Like twenty-seven. I was like, yeah. I only have twenty. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was, uh, I knew that if we did not do something, uh, we would uh, not survive this battle, which we did, luckily. But uh, it, I had to make a hey, bro, man. choice that I did not want to make, and so I'm still trying to uh, come to grips, I guess, come to terms with what happened to my character, which is the thing about D&D that I'm really enjoying. So now I have to... Uh, I don't think I have to play that much different, but at the same time I do because uh, basically I switched uh, what deity was uh, my god of preference. So it's... Uh, it's you can it's never say his name the same time or same uh, same way twice. Bahumut. Bahumat. Bahumat was ba- Bahumat ba- was ba- the dragon. Uh, was the good dragon that I was uh, <laughs> aligned with. But now uh, I'm I'm hanging out with Tiamat, and I'm just kind of kind of always changing. Kind of evil. So. Ah, the next one's gonna be Rex Mundi. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out a way out of this because uh, I really don't want to hang out with uh, Tiamat. But uh, we'll see how it goes. As long as we just don't go till one in the morning, that's fine. I, I didn't realize yeah. that the next day was Martin Luther King Day and that you guys were all off. It much. wasn't even that. I really didn't want to go that long either. But at the same time, part of it's just getting into the heat of the the game itself. You know, just just getting into it and really having a good time, which I thought we did. And then part of it was, you know, it only took us like four hours to get the game started in the first place. So. Yeah. But I will say this, I don't know if we mentioned it on here, uh, anybody that does play D&D and is looking for a way to get their group to play together long distance like we are, uh, Roll20 is an excellent uh, option for that. I really enjoy yeah. uh, most everything about it. Uh, you have a map, which is nice because, you know, like when we played the last time and not having a map, which I'm fine visualizing, but it's nice having that map there in front of you to give you an idea of what you're looking at and then as for people like me that don't own any dice well I was about to say and having I have I have a set of die but at the same time it's nice just being able to have uh, that randomly done for you and yeah. most time it rolls about the same way I do it seems like crappy so you know it's all good <laughs> uh, but I thought we had a good time uh, yeah yeah they're trying to get another. Just suck the next day because I've totally forgot yeah. that we were having our 2020. Like, hey, what's our forecast meeting? And I love my boss to death, love him to death, but he's that type of boss that's like, hey guys, meeting's probably gonna last about 30 minutes. 30 minutes ends up being an hour. An hour when he gets off topic, then turns to three hours. Five years later, we're eating pizza and wondering where all the time is. <laughs> so, uh, so Clay. I did like I said I was going to, and I watched uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yes. After we had our last episode. Yep. Um, I'll say this. 
it's still the worst Indiana Jones movie, but it's not as bad as I remembered. But it's still the worst. It's still the worst. Fair enough. So, for me. For me. And yes, watch it, watch it again. What was the time difference between when you watched it? What do you mean? Since, oh, it's been. I don't think I've w- watched the whole thing since I watched it at the theater. Honestly, See, that that was the case to me as well so. because I think I went and watched it with my dad a long time ago mm-hmm. at the, the theater, and then I was like, I can't remember the time I ever watched it again. I think and then I finally watched like a year or two ago. I watched it. I would see it on, and I'd sit down and try to watch it, and just you know turn it or whatever. But um, it's not as bad as I remembered. I still don't like. Uh, Mutt Jones that much? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. And yes, you're right. The whole swing of the monkeys thing. I did. I, I still don't like that. Um, I did like, of course, Indian Marion. The whole, you know, just that whole arc. It's it's good to have her. It was good to have her back. So, uh, but I just wanted to get that out there. Still not my favorite, or it's still my least favorite. But it's not nearly as bad as what I remembered it being. Because I just really dislike that movie at the theater, uh, like really bad. So I don't know. Yeah. I think probably a lot of that has to do though. It had been, let's see, Crusade come out in like '89, and I can't remember when Crystal Skull come out. Let's see if we can find out. Two thousand and seven. So that's a big, you know. I don't know if that's right. I don't know if you check it. I'm uh, just doing it. Two, 2008. He's close. Oh, Normally I'm good with uh, release dates, but I think I just put that so far out of my mind that, uh, uh, but it's, uh, it, I think it, there was just so much uh, anticipation between the uh, Crusade, Last Crusade, and this, you know. Hey, that, to be honest, Indiana Jones' honesty here, since being very honest. I almost think The Last Crusade is, is my favorite deep down inside. As much as I love uh, Majors of the Lost Ark, I really cut my teeth on Last Crusade. So it's kind of like one of those things when you're a kid. That's the first thing Last, I was really... I had... Uh, <coughs> Temple of Doom will always be my my favorite, and I think part of that's just because it was the first one that I really watched. I kind of watched uh, Raiders before, but I was... Yeah younger so I didn't pay that much attention I thought it was a cool movie especially when the dude's face melts or the dude's face melts at the end but you know but uh, Crusade was the one that hit right at the right time that just really put Indiana Jones over the top for me I think although I don't I think know the last, the last Crusade though again it's, it's I think the best Indiana Jones though is when he's having to deal with Nazis it's, Look, that's just fucking fun and pulpy and and just, yeah. but I think I just think just the way that Harrison Ford and Sean Connery react as being father and son to me is just yeah, great. They're a great father and son combo, unlike Junior, Mutt, Junior. Mutt and Indy. So, which we call the dog Indiana. <laughs> but, you know, honestly, I mean, I don't think Shia LaBeouf was like terrible in the movie as an actor. I think the the part was just bad. The the, yeah. the whole Mutt. Uh, what was his last name? Uh, he, he didn't go by Jones. Uh, anyway, the whole Mutt character was just bad in the first place. Is Mutt Diver? <laughs> I think so. I think that's it, yes. <laughs> anyway, 
uh, moving on from that, uh, Clay, other than that, I I really ain't done nothing this week other than that. Uh, haven't got to watch anything. I've uh, been playing. Oh, I know. What I, I know. Yes, that's it. I know what we both did. We fell down a deep, dark hole that is known as Tekken 7. And I know, I know you've been fighting with, literally fighting with uh, Tekken 6. Uh, man, those because stories. I'm a masochist, man. I'm a masochist for the beatings that they gave me. Or they, they did, that they, they gave me. That they give me. So, there's Tekken is such a sweet technical game yeah. that I should not have anything to like about it because I don't have the time for it like I used to when I was a kid. When I was a kid, you know, you religiously studied these the move sets for all these characters, whatever. I had, but that was before the days of the internet too, uh-huh. really. You just get magazines. You, you go get you go a strategy guide or whatever, and yes. just go to town. Go to arcade, play at home. And now I'm just like, I don't have time for this. I'm just punching and, you know, learning some stuff. I mean, Tekken 7 has that quick move set when you hold down the LB. Very helpful. Very helpful. Uh, And by the way, we need to talk. We need to set, we need to have an episode that where we just devote it to fighting games and they're what the hell are they thinking storyline. Well, it's it's like I said, this Tekken 7 storyline, the main one, actually the entire thing, uh, it made me think of uh, Resident Evil movies, as in, I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> I have no clue. Granted, the I world is at war, but let's have a fighting tournament. I hadn't played a Tekken since, uh, I think the last one I played, didn't we? We tried to play five. It's four or five. I think it was. The one that has Mardok in it. But it's either way, character. I remember us just trying to play it, and it was terrible. And I I strayed away from from them, but I kept hearing good stuff about Tekken Seven, and now it's on Game Pass, and uh, I really like it, like the fighting and stuff, and I like the story. I mean, you know what you if you play these games, you know what you're getting with them. Uh, I finished the main story. Uh, let me say this too, real quick. Uh, the Akuma uh, character in this from Street Fighter, man, he's so good. The way they integrated him into Tekken and his move set, it feels it, it feels uh, right. You it, would, it was hard for me to get off the Hadouken though, or I don't think they call his the Hadouken. No, it yeah, it, it it took me a little bit, but uh, man, you can just pull that the the uppercut and the cyclone kick like it's nothing. And uh, I was having a hard time with the cyclone kick. I man. could I could combo uh, air kick and and. Air kick, uh, drop kick, air kick, a drop kick, and then a sweep, and then come up with the cyclone kick and finish with the uh, the Shoryuken uh, uppercut. But Man, the only thing I learned about Tekken though is the Mishima family line. They Man, they got some problems. Obey got shit on them. They got Man, some problems. God, but it is a frustrating game. Uh, those last three fights. Have you finished it yet? Well, it's, it's only frustrating because, again, we've not it's, taken the time to really throw ourselves, immerse ourselves. Well, I'm not going to, but I'm just saying it's right. still frustrating because the last three, five... Well, that's, that's what they, they're trying to teach I know. you, though, is they're going to punish you if you're not going to learn their rules. But uh, the Kazumi fight was the one that I was about to throw my controller. Yeah, there. she almost beat me my first Man, time around. It was so it was frustrating. freaking annoying. But I finished the story. I've done all the side stories in the main mission part. And some of those are just absolutely ridiculous. 
So, uh, but yeah, let's talk about the storyline some um, some episode. We'll talk about Tekken. We'll talk about Mortal Kombat. And then we'll talk about Street Fighter. I don't know if we want to get into King of Fires because no, I have no, no idea what's going on on that. No, well, it's bad enough Tekken or not Tekken, but Street Fighter, because you know you had one, two, three, which were all there, and then you got the Alpha series, which is set before this series, and then you've got. Street Fighter 4, which is set in between Street Fighter 2 and 3. Is it? Yes. And then, I'm not even sure where 5's at, because I can't play wow. it. Because it's only... Well, I can play it now, because I have a PlayStation 4. Or PC, but I'm just not big on fighting games on PC. But that's just here, neither here nor there. But uh, Speaking of video games, I did finish uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and it was... It was good. No replay value no, at all. Not at all. I mean, mm-hmm. no. I mean, I almost found everything that you can find, but I don't know. I just have mixed feelings about it. Um, I, I'm not going to crap on the people that you know poured their blood, sweat, and tears into it. I'm sure they did their best with it, but uh, some things just don't make sense to me. But I mean, if it, if you just want a fun, enjoyable game. Sure, right. play it. Enjoy it. I haven't gone back to it since it first came out. Uh, it's a beautiful game. I mean, there's a lot of Star Wars lore tucked in there. They do make it fit well within the the current continuity. Mm-hmm. I just I just wish there was still more to it. I feel like it's still not better than Shadows of the Empire in Nintendo 64. If that tells you anything. <laughs> in Nintendo 64, it's a hard it's a hard game to beat. Actually, that whole Shadows, that whole thing that they did with the novel and the game. Well, actually, and the issue with the Jedi Fallen Order is that there's no hawk level. Right. Every Star Wars game has to have it's, a hawk level. It just doesn't feel right. I didn't make the rules. Sorry. You <laughs> <know>. <laughs> well, speaking of Star Wars, did you see where they announced the seventh season and the new trailer for the Clone Wars? I watched the trailer today. Very excited. I'm not going to watch it. I, I'm still stuck on season three I was like going hardcore and then I kind of slacked off uh, started watching a couple other things and so on and so forth so I need to get back to it I was really I want to get it if I can start watching Rebels because I've heard nothing but stellar Rebels stuff is really it. good I, I think I don't know if I'm really looking forward to Resistance I've not heard good stuff about Resistance I've heard it's pretty terrible I, I think after the Mandalorian ended my my Star Wars high kind of started uh, coming I started coming down from it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I still... Hey, Star Wars High came down when we were watching Rise of Skywalker and realized, oh, shoot. My, yeah. By the end of it, I was... Hello, uh, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> I said it last time, but, man, I just... I'll, I'll never I'll, watch a Star Wars movie again. Yeah, I will. I'm actually going to watch uh, Rise of Skywalker this weekend. Okay. I got a buddy that hadn't seen it yet, and... I told him that we... Are you going to watch it in that 4D so people can, like, no. pee and spit on you? Because no, that's I'm pretty good. much how I feel about the movie now. I'm good. I, <laughs> I, 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 keep, <coughs> I keep trying to be somewhat positive about it. But see, I've lost my voice just thinking. <laughs> he's, guys, he's actually <coughs> I got all, emotional right now. <coughs> I got all choked up just thinking about it just then. But, uh, golly... I don't know. And then after I read that um, that leaked script, 
that sounds like to me three thousand times better than anything that was in this uh, new movie. So, but as I've said before, I am on the Last Jedi band camp. So, you know, of course I like that more. Is what everybody will say. Well, I'm on the other band camp, the one that says screw the entire trilogy now. It's just no. Well, here's one. And by the way, folks, we. There is no actual news. I'm just going down through here and picking out stuff that looks good to talk about. Uh, Oscar Isaac, <coughs> since we're still on Star Wars, did you <gasps> see what he's doing? Ex Machina? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Well, he was already in Ex Machina before, correct? Uh, well, there was... Uh, he was in the... There's a movie called Ex Machina. Yes, but this is he the He was one. in that. Yes. This is the... Him this at, is the movie based off the comic book called Ex Machina, which is completely different. Yes. Yeah. And they're going to call it The Great Machine. Yep. Right? Yes. It was uh, so I heard news Tony like Harris and Brian K. Vaughn were the uh, artist and writer on the series. I think Brian K. Vaughn is the writer of my heart in the 2000s. I thought it was Bendis, thought it was Mark mm-hmm. Millar, but it's really Brian K. Vaughn. Now, did you finish that whole series? I didn't. That's kind of started, I started slowly getting out of, I probably collected well over 50% mm-hmm. of the series. It's so good, though. I mean, it's pretty much. Uh, this guy's a superhero, can mess with machines, and the the cool thing about the first issue, spoiler alert, is that he pretty much saves 9-11 from happening. Mm-hmm. Or, excuse me, I think one of the uh, towers goes down. Yes. I don't think he saves both. Uh, so he saves one, and he ends up becoming mayor of New York a couple years after that. And pretty much the comic deals with him dealing with being mayor, and there's flashbacks about him being the great machine and stuff like that. And there's all kinds of other... Over arc story or arc tale, storytelling about you know what's going on. There's some you know crazy bad stuff in the background, but man, it's good. It's yeah. it it's a story. I'm glad they're developing. One day I'm gonna go back and pull out some of these uh, series that we talked about and reread them. I don't I can't remember how much of the Ex Machina that I actually ended up collecting, but I know I got some, and we got to meet. Tony Harris. Remember when we went to that Atlanta convention? He was there. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, I don't think I had him sign those comics either, though. I don't think. I think he was uh, charging quite a bit, which I don't hold that against him. I mean, you know, nope. I understand. But I think it was. Uh, or no, you know what, Clay? I think you may have. It seems like I remember us getting something from him. But that's oh, been, find that been a long time. Uh, but sticking in the comic books. Uh, it just popped up here. Well, this is from the other day, but J.J. Uh, Abrams' Bad Robot to bring Justice League Dark to TV and film. Uh, did you you didn't, did you ever read any of the Justice League Dark stuff? Uh, <coughs> bits and pieces. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It's fun. The, the John Constantine and uh, Dead Man, uh, Zatanna, and from there. I was going to say, who's going to play Zatanna? Uh, I have no. I'm trying to think of somebody off the top of my head, and I can't. Uh, but uh, I'm gonna. I'm excited, but then I think about Star Wars, and I'm like, am I really that excited? But I, I still think that's Star Wars thing. I just again, I know everything goes back to Star Wars. So after we went down that whole rabbit hole about the. The Trevor Now script, Trevor Rowe, Trevor Now. Can't even say it right now. Nobody can. Trevor Rowe script. Um, I'm not going to try to blame JJ. Well, between that um, and then, I'm not really looking forward to his movies anymore either, though, because it's always the same. 
Yeah. No, you're right. I, I know what you're saying, but all, all I was going to say was between that and then the other, the Reddit thread that it, you know, that we talked about before, and I'm, I just really feel like the Last Jedi was, or Last Jedi is a great movie. I feel like uh, Rise of Skywalker was just really took out of his hands in the end. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of like yeah. with uh, the same with thing happened with Gareth Edwards and Rogue One. Although Rogue One turned out being a freaking incredible movie, but uh, anyway, uh, that come out. A uh, couple other things, just real quick. <clears throat> you sent me a text today with leaked images of uh, Xbox Series X. Yeah. Uh, uh, First of all, that that leak seems like it's very unique. Obviously, it's got um, the serial numbers on the back. Yeah. Why I, would you do that? That's what I was looking like. Why would you to. post that? Like, you're, obviously, it's not someone that works for Microsoft. It can't be. They wouldn't be that stupid. Mm-hmm. It's like that gentleman that had an iPhone uh, prototype and his daughter took it and put it on Instagram and then he got fired. No one, no one can be that dumb enough to hear all these things. So, but but then again, you watch to catch a predator. Yeah. And you wonder. But looking at the box itself, um, the front of it, it's just kind of, it really is just a tower. A PC tower when you look at it, when you think about it, especially that front side. I mean, you got a drive bay, a lot of ventilation. Yeah, you got that little Xbox at the top, a USB, and then the little sync button for your controller on the front, and that's it. I mean, there's nothing. There's only fancy. three total USB ports yeah. on it. Why? Well, why? how many? How much? How? What are you gonna plug in USB? Uh, well, let's see here. My headset needs a USB plug-in. My external hard drive needs a USB plug-in. Mm-hmm. And then I've got the one I use on front for charging my battery. But what if I also want to charge my headset and my controller at the same time? I can't do that. I'm going to have to unplug something or whatever. So or I'd rather have at least four. Do they even have a USB 3? I, don't, I, don't uh, I can't tell from this picture. Sure that it should. Um, it doesn't look like it is because the USB... I know they don't have the, H- or the HDMI in. I mean, a lot of people I saw were getting pissed about that because they actually use that on their Xboxes. Mm-hmm. So they can just turn on their TV and then just switch between, you know, the HDMIs with their Xbox. So, so. But I don't know. This is surprising. I'm, I'm sure that uh, they'll make changes to it. I don't think that's the final. So No, uh, I mean... That could be, being a prototype, it could just have the, well, I don't know. I mean, I'd be, that back part. Well, there's that long, you see the one that looks like yeah. a, I don't, I have no idea what it's for. That's an SD card slot. Oh, uh, are you sure? No, not at all. <laughs> I was like, why? Why would they put this SD card slot? It's for those extra large. It's a floppy drive. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, now I can uh, load these games up that take, what, 30 days to load? (laughs) I can save one game to my floppy drive and have a floppy drive collection of just games saved. I'm looking at the uh, Reddit uh, list right now, or we're talking about it. Someone actually registered it. Seriously. Really? Yes, we've got a link to it. Huh. What's the left okay. middle rectangle? I know no one else can really see this, but it just says it's where you can insert Nintendo Switch games. <laughs> it says on here the... Uh, oh, the, it's the debug. The only, debug. only odd port on the console is a long rectangular slot with no description printed on the case. 
Thurot reports that this is used for diagnostic reports and won't be present on the final console. Gotcha. So we'll see. Mystery solved. Did you see this Project Mara teaser from Ninja Theory? Uh, no, I did not. Well, I mean, they already are working on Hellblade right. 2 and that new uh, multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. But uh, I watched the trailer for it. It's very interesting. It's supposed to be like a horror, like a small horror game. Hmm. Interesting. I'll be interested when E3 comes around because you know they're going to uh, bring out everything and just blow it out of the water um, and see what all they show. But uh, I'm ready to see some games for it. Uh, I'm looking at just this uh, picture of it just sta- just sitting there. I mean, you know, a lot of people are like, well, it just looks like a box. I'm like, yeah, but it looks pretty good to me. Uh, I like the ventilation at the top and on the back of it. So... Mm-hmm. We'll see. I'll be interested to see if there's any real changes to the controller. So, I know that you can, uh, I know that all your Xbox One X controllers will work with it, but I'm interested to see what they'll, what kind of stuff they may or may not do with it. But, I did see also where uh, the Mortal Kombat trilogy, I guess, re- or not remake, but a re- uh, digitally mastered game will be coming out. I guess it got, a, got to put to gold or signed up for in Germany or something. It would just be Mortal Kombat 1 through 3, which is the kind original, of point because yeah. there's all those other Mortal Kombat's, even as crappy as they might have been, it'd be kind of cool to kind of go through and play those. I, I miss some of those. I, would like I, I miss back, actually playing them. I never did. So. I'd like to look back at them all except 4. I can never, I, yeah. did, I never did like 4. Um, if they would release a package with uh, 9, 10, and 11 in it, I, I might be on board with that. But, you know, you can get 10 on Game Pass right now, and I'm hoping that they'll put 11 on there before too long because I really want to play that story. So we'll see. But I just wanted to throw that one out there real quick, Clay. And then uh, before we get into some uh, listener listener emails and stuff. uh, I thought you said Listerine. I was like, what? Well, I need some Listerine. Are you doing advertisements now? Advertisements? I need some for my throat after all that getting all twerked up about Rise of Skywalker. Uh, just a bit of sad news. Uh, Terry Jones passed away today. Mm. It was today, yeah. I'm, not, I'm yep. so out of it today. But uh, Terry Jones passed away, and for those of you who don't know, he was a founding member of uh, Monty Python, uh, directed uh, The Life of Brian, which a I, I've always liked it, but it seems like a lot of people I don't know just don't don't know if they don't get it or don't care for what it's. Uh, Lampooning, I guess you'd say. The, the, uh, but it's just sad. Uh, you always know it's at some point it's going to happen with uh, people you grew up watching stuff, but uh, you always hate it. And man, don't I, forget Monty, or don't forget uh, the Holy Grail. I know, but I'm just Rick saying he directed. That. He was the director on Life of yeah. Brian. But uh, yeah, he was there for. Uh, of course, Flying Circus was the TV show, and then Life of Brian, the Holy Grail, and the Meaning of Life. Uh, just it's just a bit of sad news. But uh, if you've never watched any of uh, Monty Python's Flying Circus or the movies for that matter, you should go out and watch them. They're uh, they're 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 some of the funniest stuff. I can remember first time I watched the Holy Grail was in high school, and my art teacher showed it to us. Uh, and because it had really good set design, I think was her excuse for us to watch it. <laughs> but man, we laughed nonstop. It's so good. It's such a good movie still to this day. 
Uh, so I just wanted to say a little bit about him and uh, just a sad bit of news there. Yep. So, Clay, uh, moving on from there, sticking with the movies, uh, I was trying to find us something to talk about this week, and really nothing struck. I know we talked about maybe doing something with the uh, video game story stuff, but uh, then I was like, well, wait a minute. The Oscars are coming up this week, or not this week, but here soon, and you and I have not watched any Oscar movies hardly, I don't think. That I can think of, but we're about I've to find out. Joker. Joker one of them? Yes. We're, I've not so we're going to go ahead and I'm going to pull up a list of uh, Oscar nominations and we're going to give our predictions on who's going to win. And we will probably be completely wrong, but after the show airs, we'll come back and we'll see how close we come to it. So sure. should be interesting. I'll just give you my, my gut reaction. Yes. You just tell me who you think. Now, some of these we have seen, obviously. Uh, some of them we haven't, and there's a few that I've never even heard of. Uh, one that I have heard about and have been dying to watch is Parasite. Um, it's a, uh, I can't remember the, the, the guy's name. We'll get into it here in a minute. But it's a subtitled film. And it's supposed to be just pretty much amazing. Uh, Derek had told me, or Derek had posted that he watched it, and then I think it pretty much blew his mind. I haven't got to talk to him about it, and I haven't got to watch it yet. So that's one I'm really wanting to see. But anyway, all right, Clay, are you ready? I'm ready. Let me get something to write with so that I can keep track of our predictions. My first answer is Helen Mirren. That is a good prediction, or a good prediction, but wrong because I don't think she's nominated for anything. All right, but but a good Raw Julia. Uh, unfortunately, the for Street his Fighter incredible the, role as M. Bison. Yes, I was about to say the Street Fighter movie aired a long time ago, but uh, what does the M stand for in M. Bison? Uh, Maurice. It's probably Mike. Mar- Maurice. <laughs> Mike Bison. Maurice Bison. Mike. Maurice Bison? Yeah. Hey guys, I'm Maurice Bison, and I'm here in Thailand to take over you with the Shadow Little Empire. Uh, Can I buy you a fifth sandwich? <laughs> Mike Bison. I was Googling Mike Bison. Don't do that. <laughs> Be afraid of what you get. Mike Bison. All right. So. Let's get started. Uh, let's see. The Oscars air on February 9th at 8 or 7, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 p.m. Pacific on ABC. I will not be watching them because I just can't do it anymore. I, you know, I used to love watching the Oscars. I really was into it when uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy was happening because I kept waiting on them to win an Oscar. And uh, then they finally did for, Lord, or for Return of the King. But that's uh, the probably the last time I ever sat through the entire Oscars telecast. So, starting out, uh, Best Picture, Clay. We have, the nominees are Ford vs. Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, uh, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Which one do you, who you got, best picture? Man, for some reason, something gnaws on me saying Judge Rabbit. Let's go 1917. 
Not Teen 17. That is a good choice. Uh, I don't see them picking a Netflix show. I really want to. I don't either. I really want to see that. I really want to see Jojo Rabbit. Uh, I can, you know, I, I think I said this last time, but I sat down and I was like, I'm going to watch The Irishman. Because I really do like Martin Scorsese and everybody in it. But then I saw the runtime was three and a half hours and I was like, I just can't do this right now. Uh, I'm going, as much as I, it pains me not to go with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I'm going to go with Parasite. Getting a lot of books. Okay. But I won't be surprised, honestly. Uh, I don't know. I don't think Joker will win. At least I don't think. But it's got it's getting a, a big push right now too. Uh, I really want to see it in 1917. Uh, let's see. Next up, best actor. We have Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory. Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Adam Driver for The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, no, no, no. That's Marriage Story. I'm sorry. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. And Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. Joaquin. I'm with you. Uh, I, I think that's uh, he's been winning awards left and right. Uh, I'm going to go with him, too. But I won't be surprised. If uh, uh, Jonathan Price wins, because they keep talking about him, I would actually—I'm just a really big fan of uh, Once Upon a Time, but I would like to see Leonardo DiCaprio win it. I really liked him as uh, uh, Rick Dalton in that movie. Uh, next up is Best uh, Actress. The nominees are. I'm going to butcher her name. Cynthia Irivo for Harriet. Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. Uh, so, so, sorcery, sorcery Ronan for Little Women. Charlize Theorn for Bombshell. And Renee Zellweger for Judy. Who you got? Renee Zellweger. I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go Cynthia Erivo for Harriet I don't know why you're wrong but sure that's fine I was uh, you're probably right Okay. Next up, uh, let's go actor in a supporting role. Brad Pitt. Supporting role. You've got Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Well, okay, hold up. Go ahead. Uh -huh. Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes. Oh, snap, okay. Al Pacino for The Irishman. Joe right. Pesci for The Irishman. And Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ooh. That is a tough category. Who do you think? Tom Hanks has won several Oscars, right? Didn't he go back-to-back -back one year? Went to, like, Forrest Gump and then, like, Philadelphia? I think so. can't believe he won Forrest Gump with a travesty. Um, 
Why do I feel like Joe Pesci? Like, for some reason, the Academy, because he hadn't been seen in anything. Well, you in know, he long. retired and then come out for this. I'm movie. going Joe Pesci. That's what my gut is telling me. Yeah, he went back to back for Philadelphia and Forrest Gump. I don't know why I still know that. Of all the dumb things I still keep That's in my because mind. Because we're both the same and we just store all this useless knowledge. Aha, years of alcoholism. You may have taken other things like my ability to breathe and to eat well and to process stuff with my liver. Me so smart. <laughs> okay, I'm going with Brad Pitt in this one. I don't think he he'll win. won it before, right? With the Wish Wards, was it? Yes, I think. Uh, I haven't, and in all honesty, I've not seen any of these other movies. What's Brad Pitt won the uh, in, or Oscar for? Oh, for Legends of the Fall. Oh, was it? No, no. Interview with the Vampire. Okay. I'm trying to think of the... Uh, best... Uh, he's never won an Oscar. Uh-oh. Getting that feeling. Maybe I messed up. Oh, no. Wait a minute. But then, no. then again... That's nominations. Brad Pitt has never won an acting Oscar. Nope. Okay. Mm, stars are starting to line, aren't they? So, I don't know. That is, that's a tough, that is a tough uh, group right there. You know what? I won't stick with it because the Academy Awards, uh, people, the people that vote for that stuff, they're dumb. So. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay, next up is actress in a supporting role. Uh, this is a tough category, too. Uh, you've got why is that there? Okay. Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell. Laura Dern for Marriage Story. Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit. Florence Pugh for Little Women. And Margot Robbie for Bombshell. Laura Dern. Laura She's Dern. She's been putting work, man, for the past couple years. She also did the, uh, what's the maneuver? She also wants to have sex with Baby Yoda, well, which is weird, but sure. Whatever. Uh, but what's the mo- the maneuver from Star Wars where she took... Cap- the Admiral Haldo? The Haldo hey, maneuver? Uh, is that what it was? The Haldo maneuver? Whatever. So she's got... got Thank you, Dominic Monaghan, whatever your last name is. I'm right going there. with... Uh, Laura Dern, dude. Florence Pugh. Whoever gets all these right, right, wins the first ever uh, Ramblings from Nowhere, Brandon Bradley Memorial Stuttering uh, Award. Or tri- tripping over your own words. Mispronunciation yes. of actor names, actor and actresses. Definitely. Names. There we go. Okay, we got a couple more. Memorial, too, like he's dead. We got a couple more. Okay. Uh, next up is animated feature. We've got How to Train Your Dragon, I Lost My Body, Claws, Missing Link, and Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4. Good call. That's what I'm going with. They love their Pixar. It did make me cry. So, got that. Man, that's what all Toy Stories make people cry. No, one and two didn't. Three was a freaking, the end of it. I, that's rough. I still am traumatized by that. Yeah. PTSD from that time when they were in that burner and I was like, mm-hmm. man, they're saying goodbye to each other. 
They're going to die. Ugh. Next up, uh, this may be the last one. It depends on if I can find this other one I want to do. Uh, director. director. We've got Martin Scorsese for The Irishman. Nope. Todd Phillips for Joker. Nope. Sam Mendes for 1917. Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Tarantino has won Best Director before, correct? He has never won an Oscar for directing. Directing, but he has won for screenplay. Screenplay, yes. Hmm. I'm going out left field. I'm going Sam Mendes. I really want to see that movie, by the way. I've said it a bunch, but every, time, every time it comes up, uh, it's like, man, I just need to watch that movie. Uh, I'm going with Bong Joon Ho, Ho for <laughs> Parasite. Kinsunta. Uh He's been he's won multiple awards leading up to this, so uh, we're not going to do documentary. Oh no! I mean, we could and just get him completely. I think we're wrong. good, right? We don't want to do best song. Who cares no, about best I'm not doing that. There's one thing I'm looking for, uh, just because it deals with us. If I can find it. Not us personally, but... Oh. Okay. Visual effects. This is the other one I okay. want to do. The nominees are... Avengers Endgame. The Irishman. The Lion King. 1917. And Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Avengers. Yes, I'm saying the same. I can't wait to see who wins the first ever Ramblings from Nowhere, Brandon Bradley. Memo- I, I'm, I can't even say that again. No, you can't. It, it, you're already tripping over it. So that's it for that stuff, Clay. Uh, that was kind of fun. Uh, I always like making predictions. I used to like doing like March Madness predictions, but since I quit watching college basketball, pretty much uh, I'm terrible at it. I still try to, <laughs> but I never get it right. Uh but uh, with that, Clay, let's uh, roll on over. I had gone out and asked uh, if any of our wonderful listeners would uh, put us some emails out there and some uh, posts on the some uh, questions on the Facebook page. And we had a nice little bit, so we're going to start running these down. Uh, let's start over at the uh, on the Facebook page uh, first up. Ryan uh, left one asking favorite video game console ever and why and he said I'll hang up and listen the one that I'm very nostalgic about and I think I always will be is Super Nintendo I I spent so much time on that and I remember the first time I got my Nintendo or the first time I got my Super Nintendo I remember every time I got a new Nintendo Mm-hmm. Love that stuff. The Super Nintendo always stuck with me, and that's the thing about this is, as a kid, I played like Mario. I didn't play Zelda. I didn't play Metroid. I didn't discover those games until afterwards, like when I got into ROM right. games. Mm-hmm. And I was like, gosh. And so now, like my favorite Super Nintendo game now is probably Super Metroid. And then you know I've gotten a chance to play a length the past so many good games: F Zero, Mario Kart. Um, it was a killer I, I system. Really I mean, you can just you can list them. You know, 
all night. Still better than Sega Genesis by far since Mortal Kombat 2 is better on Super Nintendo than it was Sega well, Genesis. I thought about going Genesis because it was the one I grew up with, really. But I think I'm going to go with the original NES just because that was my first real system. We'd had an Atari 2600, but um, I was so young then that uh, I remember playing it, but not much. But I can still remember the excitement when uh, my dad let us rent a, a, a Nintendo in NES, and we got... Mike Tyson's punch out with it and I played it all night until it's the first time I'd ever blistered my thumbs playing a video game uh, but I, I just man I, just, I used to love that system still do but I think just just for impact and uh, really was the game that pulled me the system that pulled me into video games really I'd have to go with the NES um, next one is uh, from Jason he says, Pearl Jam, new album, single, tour, fans. So, new album's coming out next month. Is that right, Clay? Yeah, my buddy Will just texted me a little while ago and told me about, they got. I guess he saw the single that's out for it and he listened to it. I, I love looked it. at it. I looked for it today, but it hadn't been released yet. Um, I love Pearl Jam. Seen them twice live, my friend William Price took me both times very nice guy for doing so but uh, my first experience was in Charlotte and it was incredible he's part of the fan club so he got tickets to pit row uh, seating whatever mm -hmm. and we waited in line the entire day and got to go in and I was probably what second row this is a cool thing though and my friend Will can, can back me up on it I was wearing my Cubs hat of course Eddie Vedder is a huge Cubs fan and during a solo, I can't remember which song it was. I think Will knows. Uh, I'm literally just, you know, jamming out. And, like, Eddie Vedder's looking in my direction. And he's pointing. And I'm like, there's no way he's pointing at me. So I point up my Cubs hat, and he nods his fucking head. You can bleep that if you want. But that was incredible. And William and all these other people that were been around in line with us the entire time are freaking out. It's like, dude, Eddie just pointed at you. And I was like, you my Cubs hat. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. He just nodded and he stuck the thumbs up. I was like, oh, my God. How incredible. And so uh, William's like, you've got to give up your hat. You've got to throw it to Eddie at the end of the concert. So I threw my hat. Eddie put it on and walked off with it. I do have pictures for proof. I was about to say, I've seen the William found the YouTube where you can see my yeah. hat fly up there, too. Um, but uh, incredible. They're great live, by the way. So, so the, the there's the new album which I don't have in front of me. I don't know the name of it. I haven't heard the new single yet. Uh, the tour's kicking off uh, this summer. They'll be in Nashville on April the 2nd, and I actually got my Ticketmaster verifi Verified Fan pre-sale code tonight for <sighs> I don't know if I get to go or not, but I really want to because Pearl Jam and Nirvana were the two bands that really shaped my whole teenage years along with some of that other you know that whole grunge yeah. movement and everything but those were the two that really uh, set the whole thing in motion uh, I can still remember the first time I heard Pearl Jam uh, the video for Alive man it was so good never have gotten to see them it's one of the few bands that's on my bucket list to see so I'm hoping 
that I seriously can, one of the best live shows yeah, I've ever been to. I'm, I've seen I'm hoping I can get to go because they have. I, I don't even know if they. I can't even remember the last time they've been in Nashville. I know they have, but it's been. I mean, it's been a long time. So yeah, and yes, we're fans, and we're very excited. Well, I'll send you that picture so you can put it on the page as proof of him wearing my cap. It's like an old uh, replica of a 1908 uh, wool. It's a wool, actual wool hat. But I ended up having to find that hat. They no longer made it after that. That's when I was dating this girl, and she's like, you better find that hat. And I was like, can't get it. Sorry, Eddie has it. So, yeah, cool experience. So the next one, I had to do some research on. Research on research. Because uh, it's from TJ. And he asked, uh, remake of Sheriff Lobo, yay or nay? I have no idea what Sheriff Lobo was, so I pulled it up, Clay. I want to read this to you, and you can tell me what you think. Uh, it's The Misadventures of Sheriff Lobo is an American action-adventure sitcom television series that ran on NBC from September 18, 1979 till May 5, 1981. Uh, it's in the fictitious Orly County, Georgia. Sheriff Lobo is the lead enforcer of the law, as well as one of its leading offenders. The corrupt but now somewhat reformed sheriff is assisted in his schemes by Deputy Perkins, whose buffoonery often upsets and exasperates the situation. An honest but, but naive new deputy, Birdwell, but his racism keeps him going on. Birdwell, Birdie Hawkins, who is unaware of Lobo's schemes, has joined the force and has become one of Lobo's deputies. He often refers to Lobo as his hero and compares him to White Earp. A little rough around the edges, but a good lawman. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go nay. <laughs> Uh, in 2002, the series was ranked number 36 on TV Guide's 50 Worst TV Shows of All Time. Uh, honestly, I'm quite surprised I've never heard of this show. This is a first for me. I've yeah. never heard of it either. Cause, uh, uh, but now I have to watch an episode. Yeah, YouTube, be ready. Just like the previous thing he recommended. What, what was that called again? I watched a good hour of it, and I laughed. I thought it was glorious. Mm -hmm. The, uh, the blood blood rockers from hell. <laughs> no, it was uh, what was that? Blood Tober or something like that. It was crazy. Uh, keep sending that kind of stuff in, TJ, because uh, I'm always up for that kind of thing. Uh, next up, Julius Peppercorn was hoping that the podcast was turning into a Days of Our Lives podcast, and uh, <laughs> Josh uh, commented. Excellent point. Who is your favorite Dave's character, and what is your favorite Dave's story arc? So, Clay, I'm going to leave this into you because I'm out. Huh. I always thought it was John Black, but I think it's Marlena. She's always getting in some kind of crazy <laughs> shit, man. Whether she's getting possessed. I don't even know how many kids she has now. Like, it's funny, by the way, that they'll all have kids, and those kids will age, but they don't. And it's like a comic book. Yeah. It is a comic is. book, man. It'll take it ages, but they still. Oh, God. Yeah, it's Marlene, and probably the time she got possessed by the devil, because that was some crazy stuff. So, um, sign me up. All right. Uh, next up, Glenn asks, uh, pretty straightforward. Uh, what's your favorite beer? If I'm at a just random bar, you know, I'm gonna drink like a Coors Light. 
just like a domestic. That's, That's fine. fine. I don't need. I, I I like craft beer and everything, but uh, I'm a Coors Light. If I'm just you know, if I just go to the store or whatever, and I'm gonna grab something, or if I'm at the bar, it's a Coors Light for me. I'll, I'll even drink a PBR. Give me that tall boy. But um, I drink three one two. The beer from Chicago. Uh, well, was until Goose Island got bought out by Budweiser or whatever. They still make it. It's uh, it's delicious. I like Sierra Nevada stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just I'll drink anything. Yeah. I'll try anything beer wise. I like to a, try any just to see. You know, I'm not the world's biggest dark fan, but uh, but I'll try one. Mainly because the darks make my head hurt really bad the next day. Of course, I guess... A lot of the heavier stuff sits on my yeah. stomach. I can't go to a bar and start tanking like IPAs. Yeah. But, now, if know, I'm having a steak or something, you know, cooking out, yeah, yeah give me an IPA all day long. But, you know, it also helps if you don't drink like 40 of them in a night. And then, so, you know. But <laughs> anyway, uh, last one on the uh, group page is, again, from Julius Peppercorn. What is this secret podcast you have planned and I already replied to that one. What? Oh, did you? Yes, I, I replied on there. I sent a a uh, different strokes picture with Arnold. Yeah. Saying, what you talking about, Willis? And that's what we're going to leave it at. All right. Well, let's just say it could be, uh, as much as I'll say, it will call it a read-along. Yeah. We'll be expanding on some... Uh, Topics as it yeah as, as it goes universally acclaimed stuff yes at least in our minds it is whether it is anybody else's we'll see but that's uh, for another day so that does it from the group page but let's uh, roll over add a few emails uh, one company. hey before you get emails I totally forgot to tell you this uh, of course I'm getting every bang for my buck from Marvel Unlimited. And I, like I told you, what I was going to do is start what, uh, reading Jason Aaron's Thor stuff. So good. Jesus. So good. I told Christ. you, dude, it's so good. Uh, very quickly, I will tell you what I've been reading. Um, and, anyone, and by the way, Assad Ribbits, if that is how he pronounces yes. his name. Is it not beautiful? Gosh. It's gorgeous. Yes. But the fact that I'm, I'm reading something that has three different timelines of Thor fighting the same villain throughout time, mm-hmm. the God Killer was just Gore. Gore the God Butcher. Man, it's so Gore good. the God Butcher. Just what, what was that? Thor the... Uh, let's see here. Thor God of Thunder. Mm-hmm. God, man. Just wait, dude. So good. You're in for a heck of a ride with that series. I know I'm getting to... And I'm going to start getting to the Jane Foster stuff. When you get to the Jane Foster stuff, by the time it's all said and done, you'll be chomping at the bit to check out her the Valkyrie stuff that comes after all this. Man, it's good. Alright, uh, anyways, back to emails. Thank you. Uh, first one is from uh, Mr. Brandon Bradley. It's a three-parter. He says, Hello, everyone. First, Clay is 100% right. Locking a text message is the same as locking Nickelback. Just don't do it. <laughs> I agree with this. I, I, I'm on board. Do you see where Nickelback's going on tour uh, to uh, play their entire first album? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I tried to delete it from my mind afterwards, but I couldn't. I threw up everywhere. Yes. Second, what video game have you played the most? Meaning, what game have you replayed over and over again? For me, it would be Half-Life. I could not tell you how many times I played that game growing up. Hmm. That's a tough one. Man, I don't know. I played that. When it comes to some, like, I 
played a crap ton of Battlefield 4. Mm-hmm. I've also played a crap ton of uh, Borderlands 2. Uh, the first Titanfall comes to mind for me. Um, Halo. Halo. Halo 2. We put a lot of time into Halo and Halo 2. Halo 2, dude. I, pr- I think yeah. I had 32,000 kills, 28,000 deaths. Ugh. Uh, you know what mine is? I don't even do that anymore on fighting or shooting games. Mine... I can tell you mine right now. Uh, it just popped in my head. Uh, mine would be Diablo 3. Uh, if you combine... You think you put that much time If you combine 3? the hours between PC and Xbox, I was well over 300 hours. Dang. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we've done it over there, and then... Uh, hold on, sorry. <laughs> Now you're like, if this is a movie now, like the music be playing in the background where people are like yelling and stuff, save me! And you're like, shoot, no, the, shoot the wizard! God! But yeah, mine's Diablo. So what do you think yours is? <laughs> it it has to be like one of those I told you, Halo 2, Battlefield 4, or Borderlands. I, I mean, think I've played a crap time. I'm going to go and go with the Halo one for you because like we put in a ton of time anyway and then you put in more than I did. It was a lot, but yeah, I, I'm going with Diablo 3. Um, and his third one is, I'm sorry, I missed Ryan's awesome poll about movies. He spelled poll, P-O-L-E, by the way, like poll position. <laughs> I love you, Brandon. I just hey, like hey, by the way, time. thank you for mentioning Ryan again. Again, I forgot to also mention Ryan is an incredible guy. Love Ryan. But he says, third, I'm sorry, I missed. Wait, 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 wait. We like Ryan, though. Not because he's a friend, not because he's a doctor, not because he's killed people wrestler. while defending people as a bouncer, but because he is the wrestler in our hearts. Exactly. Heart of hearts. Anyways, please continue. Um, His third one is, uh, give me just a second, I lost my spot. Uh, let's see. I'm sorry I missed Ryan's awesome poll about movies that other people like, but I don't. For me, it would be Avatar. That's a good. That's a good one. But I don't think anybody likes Avatar anymore. I've only watched it one time. I couldn't tell you. I can care. I can care less about it. If I want to see a bunch of shirtless blue things run around, I'll watch the Smurfs. At least that has Neil Patrick Harris in it, and that's a good point. So I, I'm on board. Yeah, he's about to ask us which Smurf we want to have. I sex thought with, he? when I watched Avatar, I thought it was neat. Just the, uh, uh, you know, the whole, this, it, that's right in the middle of the whole 3D explosion and all that. Yep. Um, but I've never gone back to it either. It's probably the reason why we have 3D movies, because of all the build-up to that and James Cameron's push on the technology. Yes, I agree. What's well, Brandon's question though? You just wanted that's to make it. A point. No, that was just it. That's it. He just had a point he wanted to make. I'm disappointed we didn't get to announce which Smurf, which Smurf we want to have sex with. <sighs> well, guess that's it for that. Move on. We're done. <laughs> uh, let's see. Next up is from Glenn. He says uh, the Titans took us on quite a ride this year, nearly partying like it was 1999, the season they went to the Super Bowl. I had a lot of fun watching them. What do you guys think they should focus on in the offseason? Signing Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, or both? Who do you guys think will win the Super Bowl, Chiefs or Niners? Who you got? 
Uh, nostalgia reasons, I'm going 49ers, even though I think the Chiefs, on a logical sense, are going to win. That, uh, I, that offense I don't is know, scary. dude. That offense is scary, but what the 49ers did to the Packers last week was pretty fl- freaking scary, too. It's I'm very man. impressive I'm what Kyle what, Shanahan yeah. has done. What Kyle Shanahan did for yeah. Atlanta three years ago. Yeah. And then to go to the 49ers, I was like, man, he's taking a risk. But, man, he shut my ass up. I mean, they are impressive. Yeah. But uh, for nostalgia reasons, I always liked the 49ers growing up. Uh, my brother was a bigger fan than I was. But I always loved Montana. and Yeah. Uh, Young, uh, Ross. Yeah. Uh, but... Um, yeah, Titans, Derrick Henry, I think, is a must. Keeping that offensive line together is big. The defense, of course, needs to, you know, I, I don't you know. know. Always take more improvements. But Ryan Tannehill as the answer? No. I don't You don't no. think I so? I mean, he, had a, he did great, but it almost felt like if they went all the way, it felt like the Baltimore Ravens well, in 2004. They, they live and die by Derrick Henry. And, Which they went know, away from that in the second well, half. I, I don't think know why they didn't get back to him running. Because I think when they uh, – lost the lead at the end of the first half and then come out and, you know, Casey got the ball back and then they were playing from behind and there was urgency because, as we all know, if you get behind against KC, then you're going to have a tough time holding yeah. on because, I mean, look what they, you know, they did it to the Titans, they did it to uh, the Texans, or not the Texans, who they played the week before, was it the Texans? Yeah. Yeah, they man. played the Texans, and they, you know, they it's come like they behind. Like they like to get behind on purpose just to like come yeah. back and win off. But Mahomes is the real deal, dude. He's bad yep. news. But yeah, I'm with you. I'm going with the Niners on that one. Uh, thanks, thanks, Glenn. That's a good one. Uh, we could probably talk about that a lot and between NFL and the NASCAR is the only sports I watch. So anytime I can talk baseball's about baseball's coming, baby. Yeah, I know. I'm ready to be overloaded with Cubs talk. Uh, next one is from Josh. He says, worst video game sequel of a game you loved, best video game sequel, biggest game disappointment for something you were hyped up for. We'll start at the top, Clay. Uh, assault worst too. video game sequel of a game you loved. I'm with you. We were both thinking the same on that one. Yep. Mecha Salt Two. Man, I, Man, that first game was so, so simple. Good. Just, it was the per- it was it was just about perfect at the time. It's been so long since I played it. I don't know, but it was so much fun playing. We would all play, and I would get that little raven and just run around people's feet and annoy them to death while you would. Come I get in. that Prometheus yep. man and fire. Oh. Yep. And then the sequel okay. come and is like, what in the crap is this thing? This is terrible. <laughs> Oh, Teen Girl Squad. Yeah. Oh, Teen Girl Squad. Uh, yeah. Best video game sequel ever. Hmm. That's rough to kind of think about. Halo 2. Super Mario 3. Super Mario World. Halo 2. Super Mario World, though, is its own... I mean, I, know. I kind of keep those Super Mario games keep grouped by, our, by the system. So. That's Super Mario 3, though, incredible game. Incredible. Yeah. Halo 2, incredible. Um, Borderlands so 2 was good. Borderlands 2, yeah, knocked the first one out. I just forgot all about it. Cause uh, I'm trying to think what else we used to play. Just uh, Gears of War 2. Yeah. 3. 2. 
four, five. Uh, judgment, though that. Well, I didn't mention judgment. That, that could that cool. could be in the sequel. The I could put that up there in the sequel one. You know what? But yeah. no, for me, I'm still with you on that Mega Salt. Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one, though. Um, I could put Diablo three on there. Thinking about it again. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Halo two, just for just because of. Uh, the multiplayer yeah. was, fun. Yeah. It was fantastic. Well, it was we had, really we used to have a good time with those campaigns too, though, and breaking them and stuff. So we broke. Well, we broke Halo too. Yeah. I mean, that was incredible what we were pulling on yeah. there. But it was also a disappointment because that ending comes swift. You're like, yeah. what? So we had to wait what another three that years? A long time. Oh. Yeah. Uh, biggest game disappointment for something you were hopped up for. Brutal Legend. Remember how excited we were for that thing? God. <laughs> oh. That and the new Battlefront, the first Battlefront. I was so yeah. excited. I got the game for free, yeah. and I played it, and I was like, man, this is, this is not good at all. How do you how do you mess things up in Star Wars in space and uh, with Battlefield? You, you won't agree with me on this one, but for me, I can put uh, Borderlands 3 in there. That game just never clicked for me. Fair enough. Um, I don't know if, like I've said before, if I just burned myself out from playing so much of Borderlands 1 and 2 or what. But well, if you won't, I'm look, I mean, I haven't played in a while because mm-hmm. I maxed out my my, my mocks, where, not mocks, whatever name was. But I thought about doing another character. If you want to actually do a legit playthrough, we can do it. Well, Josh and I have barely even touched it, the surface of that game, so we might. Well, I know that you that. guys have to make sure you're playing the same stuff together, but I mean, we can just tackle like 30 minutes, hour at a time, little chunks, and see if that kind of gets it going, and then go from there. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, it's, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm going with Brutal Legend because man, we were so pumped up for that game. And then we sat down. Remember, we all went to Josh's house after it come out. That that yes. day it come out, and we played. That's the reason it. I got the Xbox. Yeah. No, it was Halo. You got it for Halo because true. Josh had gotten an Xbox, and I had gotten a GameCube. And I met I met you well because I I started working at the theater after that. Yes. That's when I got it. yeah. So, but he had gotten that, and none of us had ever. Thought, heard anything about Halo, you know, up until it come out, and it just blew our minds. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, there's that. Ooh, Ninja Gaiden three. Oh. Yeah, you always were big on those. Ooh, terrible. Uh, is that the one where the uh, lead this, left? He's I, gone. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. I can't remember his name. Like now. the remnants of Team Ninja were yeah. making. I was like, this is not good. Yeah. Uh, so that's it, Clay. That's all our emails. Uh, have you got a recommendation of, for us this week? I just said it. Jason Aaron's Thor run is just tearing it up right now in my heart, and I love it. It's a good one. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with. Uh, I had one and I forgot what it was. Now I I really haven't had time to even think about it. Let me see. I'm going to go with something. Let me look at my comic books here. I'm going to go with New Mutants this week. I'm digging that. 
and with the movie coming out and everything, I really like that new issue uh, quite a bit. Uh, pretty excited. That's why I'm, I'm gonna go with New Mutants. Uh, anything else from you, Clay? You know, we should. I, I probably could talk about a lot more stuff, but I really need to go to bed because yeah. I gotta get up and eat zombie breakfast and drink zombie coffee and just be a zombie tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to close this out. Uh, just real quick, I want to, I forgot to mention it again last week, but uh, don't forget that a uh, friend of the show and the person who helped me get this whole thing off the ground, uh, Derek Zawashkiani, is out on tour again this year. Uh, let's see, what day we're on? We're on the 22nd. Uh, tomorrow night, he will be in Murfreesboro at Radical Arts Comedy. So if you're in the Murfreesboro area, uh, go out and see a legitimately funny dude that I am proud to call a friend. And hopefully we can get him back on the show here before too long. Uh, he's got shows on the 23rd, 24th, 25th, uh, both the 24th and 25th that will be in Illinois. So if you're up that way in Carterville, you can see him there. On the 26th, he comes back home to Tennessee and will be in Knoxville at the Brickyard, and then the one I will be attending, Clay is still saying no, but I may make him go. Uh, on the 1st of February, he will be in Sparta, Tennessee at Happy Trails Brewing, and then closes out the tour on the 7th at Oak uh, at the Grove Theater in Oak Ridge. Uh, go out yeah, I'll come out show. to that on February 1st. I think yeah. I can make that. He's, uh, uh, we can sign autographs. Uh, yes, yeah, I'm thinking about getting some shirts, Clay, so maybe we can wear shirts. I've been thinking about it, but I'm not sure. I don't think we've gotten big enough to start uh, selling like shirts. I don't want to sell it just for us. See what I'm saying? I think it'd be cool to just have a couple shirts. We don't even really have any catchphrases. We don't need them. Who needs catchphrases? I mean, Alan Tudyk. Sure. Well, there you go. Hugh Jackman is my secret lover, you know, that kind of thing. But... I don't even think we've had any inside jokes, really. We don't have any inside jokes yet, do we? I mean, we just kind we of have an like inside secret podcast thing that keeps popping up here recently. Dun, dun, dun. But uh, other than that, I can't think of nothing. So, but uh, I guess, Clay, with that. <gasps> oh, what? my God, dude. What? I'm sorry. You're it's not really breaking news, but it just hit me. What's up? Mr. Peanut's dead. I saw it. And I, Man, you, that you, is some... You put the the tweet out, and then I went. Did you watch the? Did you watch the? Uh, the video. Did you watch the video? I watched the video. What happened? Oh my He's gosh! You got to watch it. Uh, I couldn't watch it, and uh, I couldn't yeah, with sound on. It's butter. got Wesley Snipes in it. <laughs> he, he, Mr. Wesley Snipes got to pay off his tax settlement with the government anyway. It's right? a fiery death. Is all I'm going to say. <gasps> and, no, yeah, you need to watch. I didn't it. watch the video. I was yeah. like, this is traumatic. Yeah. But yes. 104 years old, man. Rest in peace. So, Pieces. <laughs> R.I.P. Mr. Peanut. I, Mr. P. R.I.P. Mr. P. I don't. I can't believe they did that. So there you go. Right, I'm gonna, there you go. There's another recommendation. Go watch the Death of Mr. Peanut video. You can find it out there. It's pretty funny. I laughed a lot. Everybody looked at me. I always remember where I was at when I read that <laughs> on Twitter while taking the shit. Well. Clay, I guess uh, I guess that's it for this week. We actually ended up having a pretty much regular sized episode, even though I said it's going to be shorter than normal. But anyway, had a good time. So as always, you can find us on all the podcast streaming sites out there, and please make sure and re- to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If 
you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, just search for Ramblings from Nowhere. You can find us on Twitter, at From Ramblings, and on Instagram, it's RFN underscore podcast. Also, don't forget to send those emails with any questions or comments to RFN.podcast1 at gmail.com. Clay, where can everybody find you on social media? Sweet JJ, the number one, the letter S, on Twitter.com. You can find me on Twitter as well, at Jason76Z and Clay. With that, we are out. Screw Tekken 6. Screw (laughs) them.